Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. This is the podcast where we explore all different ways that we can increase the happiness value in your life, whether it be going into health, mindset, different types of nutrition, interviewing guests, talking about different types of books. The possibilities are endless and we explore them all right here on the Happy Hippie Podcast. Quick intro, my name is Amanda McCormack. I am a registered yoga teacher, personal trainer, a certified nutrition coach, and a woman's health coach who also does marketing and travels and a bunch of other cool things. And we practice positive self-talk here, so you're not going to hear me trying to whittle down what I do, because I used to be like smaller with the intros. I used to be like, oh, I do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, but I like what I'm doing, and I think it's cool, so that's how I'm going to introduce it. For the next month, I was thinking of doing mini episodes for the month of November, so episodes are going to be easy to digest. They'll be maybe like 10, 12, 15 minutes at max, and we're going to go into a whole, a whole topic entirely, and I'm going to give you my best pieces of advice around it. So I was thinking maybe different feelings. We can go into anxiety. Today's episode is about embarrassment, so I'm going to give you my best advice about embarrassment, some scientific background on it and ways that I can snap out of embarrassment fairly quickly. So we'll be sharing advice from different alleyways with that in today's episode. But I was thinking other things too, so we can go into nutrition tips. We can go into different things like journaling practices and just spend a good 10 to 12 minutes going into that topic fully so that you can get a lot out of it. But it's not like a long episode because I do love doing the long episodes like interviews. I feel like have to be a little longer, but Sometimes it's nice to just throw a podcast on for 10, 15 minutes, you know? So we're going to be trying that for the month of November. Everything's going to be quick and easy to digest. And like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about embarrassment today. So let's get into it. Recently, somebody asked me advice on embarrassment and it made me reflect on my own relationship with embarrassment and how how I have changed with it. And I still do, like, I obviously get embarrassed. And the thing with me is I get a physical reaction with embarrassment, which a lot of people do. I sweat. So I'll start sweating. I'll get red. I get anxious. Like my body, sometimes I'll even get like shaky with certain things, you know, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Like I hate being embarrassed because like who cares? And it's easy to say it, but I want to give you some tidbits of advice, some stuff that helps me because I don't know when people rephrase things, I can hear a topic I've heard a million times, but when somebody says it in a certain way or they rephrase it a certain way, sometimes it just clicks better. So hopefully I can hit some of those. And then I'm going to show you some scientific ways that actually help your body get out of that. You're almost in like a fight or flight mode where your body just starts going into, I'm doing something wrong. And I've talked about it before, but I find it fascinating to always come back to this. When you feel like your mind is doing something a little weird, whether it be anxiety, whether you feel like you you don't feel good enough, like all those things, they stem from survival instincts that our brain has instilled in us from when we used to like live in tribes and used to hunt and get chased by tigers and all of that. So a lot of the times these reactions are old survival tactics that our brain still has and still kind of goes into, but we're in modern society where it's not really useful. So I love to think of that most of the time, whenever something comes up in me where it just feels weird, I take a second to think, I'm like, girl, this is that, it's actually from the brainstem or the limbic brain. So I'm like, girl, this is that limbic brain, (laughs) that old brain. And what I mean by old brain is um, all animals, so mammals, reptiles, they all have two parts of the brain that humans have, but that's where their evolution stopped. So they have these two parts of the brain that we have. And in our brain, they are the brain stem. So that controls like our nervous system and all that is connected to our brain stem. That's where our brain and our body kind of connect what sends the messages down. So animals have that. And then they also have the next section, which is called the limbic brain. And that's where like your fight or flight and all of that comes from. 
and they stop there and then we have you know the bigger parts of the brain like the frontal lobe and all that jazz that actually has like our emotions and our creativity and our like all of that stuff so it's literally the animalistic part of the human brain that still comes out and gives us these feelings a lot of the time so sometimes I feel like I'm gonna get into some tips but I just wanted to say that like sometimes I'll get really like scientific with it and I'm like this is just that animal brain trying to protect me your body wants what's best for you so a lot of the times like our negative self-talk and things that like come up come up because it our body feels like we're going against the crowd and that can cost our life not and that's not going to happen but in the olden days if you went against a crowd and the crowd didn't like you they would kick you out and you would have to go find your own food and your body would do anything it can to kind of give you these like nerve system like little blast to be like oh no um maybe this isn't so good we don't want to be kicked out of the tribe we don't want to have to go hunt for our own, f- our own food and build our own shelter so let's play it safe and a lot of times that's actually why we play it small which i can go into in a whole nother episode but it is coming from that really old part of our brain that's just trying to protect us so a lot of these feelings like anxiety not not all anxiety but i'm just saying some things that come up like anxiousness and embarrassment come from us just trying to protect ourselves so when we think of it that way one we can be a lot more compassionate when we deal with these things we don't have to immediately feel bad for what we're doing and then feel bad that we're doing it and kind of come at ourselves and be like why do I get embarrassed or like why am I feeling this way like no one else is embarrassed by this like people are able to do these things and I can't do it because I get embarrassed we can find that compassion because it's a form of our body trying to self-protect us that's what it comes down to and over time we can you know condition ourselves to respond differently and that's going to change the wiring in our brain so that we feel less and less of those um intense reactions that we have about things so that's the cool thing about conditioning your mind you can do it with a lot of different things and we're going to talk about it with embarrassment today so my first like bit of advice is remember we are our own harshest critics we are so mean to ourselves again like I was just explaining it does come from the survival thing but it takes over sometimes and most of the time I swear and it's so easy for me to say it but the more I say it the more it'll stick hopefully people don't really care as much as we think they do you can take it down to a gym example I say this all the time to clients and like it took me years to nail this and I don't even know maybe some days I don't nail it but people in the gym are most of the time focused on themselves like 98% of the time they're not looking at you like and you think they are and I still sometimes like I said I sweat physically in the gym but I sweat when I get embarrassed when I don't know like I used to like not film myself in the gym because I used to be like oh my god everyone's gonna pass a judgment on me and I don't want to be labeled as like that person filming themselves and like it was killing me because like I wasn't able to post content or film things like for my job where I literally train people and I need to film form videos and I couldn't do it because I was so self-conscious that people were looking at me and then I just started to slowly go through life with the mindset that nobody cares no like literally nobody else cares everyone's so self-absorbed in a good way (laughs) with themselves that they don't care so maybe try taking that approach you can put it in your journal and try it and for like two or three days just approaching random situations like maybe in the supermarket when you do something you get online maybe you start humming and just like nobody cares or when you're in the gym and you want to film yourself or if you want to take a picture of yourself in a bathroom and there's people in there nobody cares embrace the cringe that's number two I love that phrase because I'm still trying to battle it a little bit myself, but sometimes we think we're so cringy and being cringy is free. A lot of the times when we feel an emotion towards somebody that can be negative, so it could be ill, what are they doing? It can even be a form of envy. A lot of the times it's because 
we're jealous that they can do it and we can't. I used to get, um, I say this, I think use this example all the time, but I used to get a little bit annoyed when I was in grade school because there were like these loud kids in my class and I had trouble speaking up because I was just like so nervous about everything. And I used to be like, oh my God, they're so annoying. And maybe, maybe they were a little annoying. They were just a little bit, but I was secretly without me knowing this was like a subconscious thought. I wasn't aware of this at all, but that annoyance was coming from the fact that they could, they were doing something that I couldn't get myself to do. They were able to be authentic, be themselves and just be, be like allow like they were loud in terms of like, they were able to express themselves or like crack a joke in the class. And I couldn't dare speak up because that was something that was so jarring to me and like nerve wracking. And it was because I actually secretly admired it. So try thinking of that approach when you see things in life. If something maybe you find cringy, ask yourself why you find it cringy. It's just that person expressing themselves. There's like a sense of humor that I find cringy and maybe it's not for me, but those people are able to post those videos of themselves making jokes or or doing like singing to like TikTok songs. And I'm like, good for them. Hell yeah, let them do that, you know? And try, try de- taking that mindset and putting it on yourself. Next up is the most cliche thing ever when people tell you time heals usually they'll tell you that with a breakup or a loss of any sort but a lot of the time with embarrassing things um like if you did something over the weekend or if like I don't know sometimes it takes like three or four days for me to literally shake it out of my system do somatic movement so if you start to exercise or if you literally just dance or shake sometimes you can shake it out of you I know that sounds so crazy but it's true your body holds on to things and if it's holding on to that emotion it's going to be holding it in your solar plexus which is associated with shame so when something happens that you consider shameful you're going to be holding it there so working your core doing things that are going to fire you up and heat your body up are actually going to help move that energy through you so i'm serious if you're feeling embarrassed about something try to find something in a form of exercise that really lets you warm up, whether it be just dancing for craziness and for free in your room, or if you want to go work out or run or try something along those lines, going to an exercise class, hot yoga, it'll help move it through your system. It really will. And then time heals. Give it two or three days. Give it, get it, give it a few days. If something happened on Friday, you'll kind of be okay by the end of the week. It's one of those things where when things are fresh, they are going to be annoying or you're going to notice them more and it's okay. Just know that like within two days, you'll probably be so much better and I don't know. Time, time heals. It really does. Another physical practice that I want to introduce is box breathing because there's literal scientific research that deep breathing, it reduces anxiety in general. So when you have a flashback and you think about this event or think about what you want to do in the future and you're kind of nervous, deep breathing does help. It also slows down the physical symptoms in your body of fear, guilt, and shame. So for me, like sweating or shaking or being just a little like off or almost I get like brain frog when I do something quote unquote wrong or I think I messed up. I feel that shame and it comes out in different ways. Deep breathing, such as box breathing, is something that I I love to do. And it's so easy for me to do that without like going really deep into breath work. So box breathing is you inhale for four. So four seconds in, hold for four at the top, exhale for four, hold for four before you breathe again, and then start again. So thinking of it as a box. So you're starting on the left side of the box, going up, breath in for four, holding for four as you go across the top, down for four as you exhale and then holding for four as you go across the box again and you can just google box breathing if you want a better description but that's something I use to calm myself down like immediately like I'll be driving and I'm anxious or anything like on a plane it's my go-to for anxiety and the deep breath actually calms your body like in different ways and it's just that's a really good physical technique besides movement move to the breath and lastly 
affirmations or just thinking how I was telling you before where you kind of change the mindset into my brain is just trying to protect me. Those types of mindsets or shifts really do help you, especially over time. It may not be easy the first time or it may click a little bit. The more you do it, the more you'll really feel into it. So making a statement such as mistakes do not define me, writing that down in your journal mistakes do not define me or like thinking along those lines it's so true it doesn't change who you are just because you did something that you're consider you're the one considering it by the way I'm saying this because I do it to myself all the time everything I talk into this mic everything I speak into this mic I'm speaking for myself too I'm not speaking from any higher place I'm telling you I sometimes will be like oh my gosh and I start it doesn't define your worth you are always enough like I know that's used a lot but it's really true being shamed, feeling shameful about something does not change who you are. You know, the key to self-compassion is to consider what you would say to a friend if they were feeling like really embarrassed. You would likely tell them that nobody is judging them as much as they think and that this one event literally does not determine their worth, which turn it around and tell it to yourself is going to help you a lot. So maybe an affirmation can help you out or just shifting to that mindset is going to do a lot for you in the long run. And truly thinking like that, has is the one thing that's changed my mind like the thing I was saying in the beginning about the protection mechanism and realizing that mistakes don't determine my worth and realizing that being cringy is actually just being myself and not being afraid to be myself and being authentic and if you're struggling with any of this the solar plexus might be the chakra that you need to work on a little bit and this isn't plugging anything it truly has to do with shame I have an ebook in my bio I'll link it below that is a free it's a free little guide it's like 10 pages full of information on different ways that you can help kind of soothe that chakra and bring it back into balance and I also do have a solar plexus meditation on this podcast it might be like episode 11 or something like I have, a, I have a confident episode and then I have the meditation that goes with it and it's a 10 minute meditation. So I'll link it below as well. Feel free to check it out. It would actually go perfectly with what we're talking about here. And I just wanted to tell you that today. I don't know. It just, it felt like I had it to do that instead of doing an episode that was very planned and structured and deep. I, this was coming through me. So maybe somebody needed to hear it. I just felt like I had to get behind the mic and share these things from a place of somebody who literally has, I, at points, I feel like I was the most embarrassed woman in the world. So like I'm able to get through it and I know you can too. So feel free to DM me. My Instagram is happy holistic hippie on Instagram and we can chat more about it. And yeah, we will be continuing to do these like tidbit episodes. Let me know what you think of this style. If you like them shorter, you like the longer ones and you know, I'll come to your aid, but I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the happy hippie podcast.